Welcome to the Dear Beloved Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Jean, founder of the Beloved Collective, and together we will dive deep into relationships, femininity, and the stages leading up to marriage from a Catholic perspective. Here you'll find real conversations rooted in the truth, dispelling the lies found in our culture, and learn practical ways that we can keep Christ at the center of our lives and relationships. Dear beloved, welcome back. Today we're going to chat about the battle going on in our culture and you're not going to want to miss it, so stay tuned. But first, I just want to start off with a bit of gratitude. Um, We live in a really, really beautiful world and there are so many instances of we see the depravity and, and the hard things about this world. And we see it all around us in our entertainment, in our music, in going to the grocery store, right? People are complaining left and right. And in a way that, you know, that's warranted, but we still live in a really beautiful world. And I'm grateful for that today. And I'm just thinking about how God created this beautiful, beautiful world in his perfect plan, and he has us here, holding us here here, and holding us in the beauty of his creation. So I am grateful for that today and every day, um, but let's dive into our topic today. So our topic today, like I mentioned, is there's a battle going on in our culture, and we can look at that and we can say, well, there's many battles going on, and that's the truth, right? That is the truth. Um, But the battle that I want to talk about today specifically is the battle between truth and lies, right? And you can even imagine how many topics there are to talk about this in relation to a battle in our culture. There's, There's truth and lies about many, many different things, right? So many things. Um, But today I want to focus specifically on marriage and the family and the lies and the truth surrounding marriage and the family. Um, because again, that is a huge topic, but I think it's very important to sit down and talk about them, see what we can do about it and be prepared to live our lives in this world that we live in. So, um, I have a question to pose and we're going to talk about this today, but the question I want to pose is how does this battle, right? The battle between truth and lies that we see impact those who aren't yet married, right? And that's a big topic because I can see how it impacts those who are married, right? People who are married have a specific set of challenges when it comes to this culture, this battle in the culture between truth and lies, right? They are have already decided to get married. So there is that, right? They've already decided and they have already committed them committed themselves together. And there's a lot of lies thrown out in our culture about what does marriage look like and what does it mean and how long does it last and all those things. And so that set of, you know, that battle is between those who are already married. But I want to focus on what does the battle how does this battle impact those who aren't yet married? What are they learning about marriage and the family that may be false? What are they learning about marriage and the family that is true? What should they hold on to as truth and what should they, you know, say that's false and move on, right? So it impacts those who aren't married. It impacts those who are married. It impacts 
every single person. Um, so I want to just touch on this battle, um, specifically in the eyes from somebody who's before, before they're married, right? Who, how this is impacting somebody who is not yet married. And I want to say that there's a couple things that the devil is doing in the culture to promote these lies, right? So there's truth and that comes from Christ and that comes from us handing on the truth of Christ to everyone around us. And then there are lies and those originate in, from the devil and those originate from the evil that he is trying to bring to the world to tear down us and to tear down God himself. And so we need to know where these are coming from. And the devil does two things in the culture to promote these lies. First, he has so much noise going on that it confuses us. Now, what do I mean by that? Now, the devil wants to have so many voices going, right? Whether they be full truth, half truths, lies, complete lies, all of these things. There's so many voices that he wants to input into the culture so that it's really, really confusing for us to kind of decipher and find the truth. So he's he has people who are believing things that are just slightly off and then believing things that are even more off and people bringing in their own opinions as truth. All of that is a ploy from the devil to confuse us and to take us away from finding the truth. So all of this noise really confuses somebody and it's hard for them to, to find the truth and hold on to it. Um, and so that's one thing that he does. And the second thing that the devil does is he creates this illusion of isolation. Now, what do I mean by the illusion of isolation? Well, for example, if somebody finds a nugget of truth in the culture, you know, <laughs> regardless of his best efforts to keep the truth hidden, somebody finds the truth in the culture and they hold on to it because it's the truth and they start living their life according to that truth, then he <laughs> tries to give them this illusion of isolation, meaning that he makes you feel like you're alone in that journey and alone in that battle of living the truth. Has anyone experienced this? Because I certainly have. So you find a, the, a piece of the truth and you're starting to live it out, right? And all of a sudden you just feel like you're the only one. No one else is, you know, looking to live this way. No one else is helping you on your journey. It's very much you against the world. And it seems like that because this uh, illusion of isolation that the devil is trying to put in your path. So those two things with the confusion in the world, so much noise, you don't know who to listen to and where to get the correct information. And then once you do find it somehow, <laughs> um, then there's this isolation. And those two things wreak a lot of havoc on young people today. I mean, does this, is this speaking truth? Because I, I see it. I see it in the culture. I see it in those around me. I see it in my own life. This is a very real thing. So we need to learn how to decipher the truth through all the noise, right? This is a need that we have. We need to learn how to decipher the truth. And this isn't something that's like, oh, a three-step process to decipher the truth. And then you're never going to struggle with this again. Absolutely not. This is going to be a lifelong journey 
deciphering the truth through all of the noise. And in this journey to find the truth, it's really important to arm ourselves with some tools and tricks and um, knowledge of where to find the truth um, in order to decipher it. That's all really important. But like I said, it's going to be a journey, a lifelong journey and a lifelong battle sifting through all of the lies to get to the truth and to hold on to that and to live it out. And once that truth is found, that the struggle doesn't end there. The journey is just beginning, right? That's, that's kind of like the starting point, sifting through the weeds to get to the starting line, right? Once we have the truth, the starting line really begins, and, and that's the narrow path right, that the Bible talks about, to take the narrow path, because there's going to be a lot of things that try to take us off of that path. And a lot of things are going to pull us away. Like I said, that isolation is one of them. And there's going to be so many temptations to abandon the progress you've made and to give in to the easier way. And I want to tell you that that's normal and that we need perseverance in, in that um, in those moments. To persevere in the truth is not easy, but it is so incredibly worth it. Um, and so that perseverance is going to be really important in our journey in the truth and in our faith. Um, and another thing that's going to be really important that will help us on with our perseverance is accountability. Accountability is one of the <laughs> greatest uh, helps that we have in our, in our world today. Um, accountability, right? So for example, if you have this idea or you start to live out the truth in a certain way, say you are striving to save sex for marriage, right? And uh, you find somebody who you can confide in and you mention that to them and you say, can you help me keep, can you help keep me accountable, right? And in this world that is trying to have you break down your your barriers and break down all of your boundaries and and have you do what the culture is saying is is okay um just having you said say that to somebody else is going to hold you to a higher standard and it's going to help you um because you're not only facing yourself anymore you're facing you know the person who is helping you keep you accountable Right. And so accountability is huge. And in that realm, community is also really big. Um, community, we need community to come around us and to to help us uh, thrive and to champion us on. So often these days, um, community is, is seen in a skewed way. Um, where people are pretending to be your friends and pretending to be your community and are in fact tearing people down instead of championing each other on. Um, and that is a, a huge disservice that people do to each other um, because in this time that we need community more than ever, um, that sense of community has been completely lost. And that's adding to the fact that we need true community. And so we need to break down um, how the culture sees community and really raise it up again with the truth of community to help us come around each other. And part of that is to, in, in the community, we need a space to be able to speak openly about um, our, our, 
open up our hearts and our thoughts and to speak openly about that um, because you can't really be open with a person unless you can share your heart and thoughts with them uh, without this fear of judgment, um, which again, in our culture is really hard to find in community, but it can be done. And don't let the devil and his tactics of saying that you're the only one looking for this stand in your way because that is completely not true. There are so many people also looking for this same community and this same um, building up of one another. We just need to come together and live it out. And the other thing that we need in community is, is we need to be able to be seen as human. And what do I mean by that? I mean that we need to be seen in the struggle. We need to be seen as erring, as human, right? There's this whole thing on social media that as soon as somebody is sharing that they're they're in a struggle or they're struggling through something or they're being vulnerable about something, there's always people who attack them and say, how dare you? And um, you should really do better and all of these things. And that's not helpful. I mean, I think everyone can understand that that's not helpful. Um, but what's the antidote to that? The antidote to that is to be able to be seen as human. And our communities, our human communities really need to foster that, to foster the ability to be seen as human um, from all members and to be seen as not disposable if there's an, um, a mistake that happens, but um, redeemable, right? As seen as precious in the eyes of God and in the eyes of each other and seen as irreplaceable human beings worthy of forgiveness, worthy of good things, worthy of redemption. And I think that's very lost in, in the culture today, but we need to hold on to it and bring it back. And we can't do this alone, right? Yes, we need human community in order to do this, but I mean in a broader sense as human beings, we can't do it alone. We need Christ and we need his guidance and we need his love and redemption and forgiveness in order for this to happen. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And so if we're seeking the truth, we're seeking Christ. And if we're seeking the way to find the truth or to go from the starting point to the finish line, we need to be seeking Christ because he is the way. And he gives us the life, right? He is the life. And so we need to go to him uh, for our sustenance. So Christ is the key to all of this. And to think that we can do it without him, to think that we can rely on ourselves or rely on other people is foolish. <laughs> and so we really need to rely on him. And so what do we do with all of this, right? Uh, you know, we could say that this is a great uh understanding we can understand that we need all of these things and that there's lies and there's a battle in the culture and all of these things but what do we do with all of this right what do we do with all of this information what do we do with <clears throat> excuse me what do we do with where we are in the world today in our culture um and the first thing i would say is to find community um to Definitely rely on our Lord, like I said. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Um, and then to find community around you who's going to be supportive and invite them on this journey with you. You know, sit them down and be like, listen, I'm in need of community. And 
the community that's around me right now isn't cutting it. And so I would like to invite you um, to come and be part of this community where we are supportive of one another. We can see each other as humans and we can really share our thoughts and our hearts with one another. Um, Being vulnerable and inviting others into that community is hard, but it is so, so blessed and it's so needed. And you're going to bless those people's lives as much as they will bless yours. So I encourage you to find community in with the people around you. And I'm always here to support you. So if you ever need anything, you need advice of how to reach out to somebody or what have you, uh, please reach out to me. I'm super happy to respond to each and every one of you. You can find me on Instagram or send me an email, whatever it may be. I am happy to help. And I encourage you finally to dive into the truth, um, whether it be through scripture or through the the amazing words of the saints who walked so closely with Christ while they were here on this earth and are an example for us of how to find the truth and how to live it out. Um, So dive into that truth, find community, and stay close to Christ. Until next time. Thanks for tuning into the Dear Beloved podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or many on social media and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to follow along at The Beloved Collective on Instagram and YouTube. That's Beloved spelled B-L-V-E-D. 